0: When you believe something, you say it. Number one is that you know the word. Number two thing with the word of God is that you have to say. You must learn how to verbalize the word. Because what you verbalize becomes your personal possession. It's like as if you hold it. Anytime you don't say it, it shows that you don't believe it. So you have to say it. Every supply will be preceded by a word that God has given to you. That's why you hear a lot of people when they are sharing a miracle. They say, and pastor said they are, they are one way or the other quoting the word of God. All 18 to 20. To 22. Let's do 22. So you can see what it's talking about. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18 verse 2 verse, uh, chapter 4 verse 18 to 22. Quickly, somebody is there reading for me. What does he say? Well, the, Bible, the path of the just is like a shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. The way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not what makes them to fall. They don't know what makes them to fall. My son, attend to my walls. Be attentive to my walls. Don't let the word depart from your heart. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Why? They are life. The word is life. Unto to them that have them. It, listen, listen. It's not everybody that have the word of God. So don't say... And all of us are Christian. All of us are serving the same God. All of us are praying. God is answering everybody's God is not answering everybody's prayer. All of us does not have the word of God. Because not all of us have the word. You remember what the Bible says, in, even in John chapter three verse 16, For God so loved the word, that whosoever believeth in him, even though the love is general, but it now comes to those people that believe in him. Now this one is saying, the word of God is life to them that have them and hate to hold their flesh. At times, God performs miracle in your life and you don't even know when you pray about it. It's just because you are listening to the word of God, your life is being transformed. You ask yourself, "Ah, but when did I pray about that thing? God is doing that thing. For instance, many people will move from poverty to prosperity this year just by hearing the word. Because the word has power to produce whatever it says. That's why you must not be weary in hearing the word. The word is the basis for every supply. For my God shall so supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. In the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and God is the word. All things were made by the word. So every supply come to the word. If you are going to receive a supernatural supply, you must receive a supernatural word from above. You have to be somebody that can quote it. I know it. No, it's not that I've been born again for years. There are some people, the older they are in faith, the weaker they are in the word. The only thing is just yeah, we are born again. In other words, it's not reflective in their life. How can I say I know the word and I can't quote it? First Corinthians to the 4th verse 1 again for emphasis sake. Let's read it. Look at what it says. First Corinthians chapter the four verse 1. What did he say? Read it for me. What did he say? I can't hear you. Let let what let every man account of us as what as ministers of the gospel, as carriers. Steward is somebody that is a custodian, custodian, somebody that is carrying God's word. Let people account of us. when they are talking about us, they then say, Ah, that person is word loaded, he's word based, he knows the word. Another person says, Let people talk about as somebody that understands the word of God and can explain it. That's what I'm saying. So you say, I've been born again for years. Somebody now asks you a question. You are preaching on me and you cannot explain. It shows that you don't have in depth of the knowledge of God's word. That's why we come to church on Sunday. We come to church on Wednesday. We do not come to church to attend religion. We come to church so that we can be sent in the world, we can be carriers. Philip said to Ethiopia, Enoch, understand that word thou readest." In Acts chapter 4, verse 8. He said, how can I understand He said, somebody teaches me. And the Bible says, Philip, beginning from the place that the man, he was not the one that chose the verse that the man would read. He began to explain Jesus to him. That means the man was intelligent. Now, let's say somebody just speak the Bible like this, in your front, and do like this. Buga. And hope and say, please explain Jesus for me here. Will you be able to interpret and see Jesus in the verse that that is saying? That's what we are talking about. That's what Apostle Paul was saying. I understand the word, and I can explain the word. No wonder I say, my God, I supply all your needs. Do you just carry Bible without understanding? There are some people that carry Bible for years, and yet they don't have understanding on anything that they are carrying. Understand that while they understand it. how can I be a pastor? And I'm expecting supply from heaven and I don't even understand the Bible that I am to preach how will I be an effective custodian of the knowledge of God if I carry the knowledge of God's word it should reflect in my body that I have understanding I should not be struggling with witches and with yes that shows the word is working and I'm not struggling about it because I know what I know and I'm so sure about what I know I should be able to explain it and explain it deeply number one supply flow through the understanding of God's word. That's what I'm saying here. Verse 2, verse 3, verse 4. Look at what it says. Okay. Verse 3. True wisdom is an house built by understanding it is established. By knowledge shall your chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches by knowledge we are called to know god okay number two things that bring supply to us is application of god's wisdom and god's wisdom is practical wisdom god's wisdom is what practical wisdom not abdakadabra by the wisdom of god is the house filled With pleasant riches. He said, people that love me will inherit glory. If you love the word and you carry the wisdom of God, you will see glory around you. Glory. First Corinthians again, chapter one, verse 24. Read first Corinthians chapter one, verse 24 for me. First Corinthians chapter one, verse 24. Anybody that is there can read it for me very fast. But unto them. Which are called whether you are a Jew or you are a Greek, what does he say? Jesus is both the power of God and what can you sit down? We are talking about. I want, I want, I want this. The Bible says, Jesus in Jesus is the practical wisdom of God. It is in Jesus, if we are talking about the only wise God it should be seen in the believer. Practical application of wisdom. Practical application of wisdom should be found in the church. Where there is wisdom, there will be supply. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 8, verse 32, and the last verse. You can read it for me. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 8. What does it say? Proverbs chapter 8, verse 8. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 8. All the words. This is Jesus talking. You know, the Bible is the word of God. And the word of God is what? Is Jesus. That's what we read. In the beginning was the, the word. The word was with God. And God is what? So, when he's talking, he's talking about Jesus. All the words of my mouth, they are what? Righteousness. Continue. There is nothing perverse in them. Read verse 16. Verse 32. By me, princes rule. All the judges of the heart. That is how people rule and reign. They reign through wisdom. You want to be a king in the kingdom? You must have practical application of God's word which is called wisdom. Wisdom. I've told you number one is through the word. Every supply God says. God says. God says. You move a little bit higher. You have a practical understanding of God's word. Practical understanding of God's word. Because Jesus is both the wisdom and the power of God. Even when Jesus was growing, the Bible says he was growing in stature. He was growing in favor with God and with men. He was growing in Practical wisdom. Look chapter 2, verse 52. That's how it was growing. It was not just growing abnormally, just growing in years in church, but no wisdom at all. There must be wisdom traceable in your life because wisdom guarantees peace. If you want continuity of blessing, you need wisdom. Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3 verse 3. What does he say? Isaiah chapter 26 verse 3. Look at what he says. Isaiah 26 verse 3. Thou will keep him in perfect peace. Whose mind is stay on you because his trust in you. Once you carry the wisdom of God, you will enjoy peace. Ah, I don't know what is happening to me. I said go to Isaiah chapter 54 verse 13. Put it on Isaiah chapter 54 verse 13. If you are there, you can read it for me. If they didn't get it on time on, this, on the, on the on stage, put it there. Isaiah 54 verse 13. Look at what it says. All your children shall be taught by the Lord. And what will happen to them? In this season when Nigeria is expressing his may you enjoy great peace. Okay. I have children. How will my children love the Lord? Because I don't want, to, want them to become a prayer project as a pastor I say, I just pray for my pastor. I don't want it. What will I do? I show them passion for God. I also give them testimony about what the Lord has done. When Lautech pay me, I will say, Thank God. Oh, God has this another money. They have paid me. I ascribe all the successes that I have to God. And I show them passion for God. They see genuine love in God so that when they grow up, they will not become a prayer project for me. You don't expect your children to serve a God you are abusing or that you are not serious about. There are so many pastors that are not even serious about God. You are going to church and you are complaining. How do you expect your children to now love that God? They see that every day you complain about the pastor. You complain about the church administration. You complain about everything. You expect those children to also grow up under that complaint. And there are some people that go to a world-based church like our own. And they still say, just Some of them are even going to Elifa. And your children knows. One of my guardian daughters came to me and said, Can you be imagine what my daddy and mommy says? They took me to a place where they have to kill a uh, chicken for sacrifice. So, because I was looking for a husband. Do you think your children will love that God when they grow up? They won't love that God. And somebody said, It is the Islamization of Nigeria. They want to the Islamize. It is not the Islam. It is the Christian in the church that will chase the youth out of the church because they are watching you. You are the first Bible. If that Bible is working in your life, your children will also preach that Bible. But if your friend comes for counseling, and you are taking them somewhere else. You are attending a church, you are clapping hands, but when you want to solve problem, you take them to another place. You will say, hey, Mommy and Daddy, they are deceiving themselves. Because they know the wisdom of God is not in use to solve problems. So you can't expect them to also follow your God. That is what happened. Because when you wake up in the morning, they will tell you, Mommy, today's fellow says, You think that you have just said something small. But 20 years' time, they will remind you. 20 years when they are now Say, let us go law. But today's Sunday say what is the first Sunday and Wednesday? Say, but you know, Lord, come by. So you now begin to beat them. But when they are free, they move away from God. You must walk by practical. This will sit in you that you are serving a God that can save, that can deliver, that answer prayer, that is blessing. You walk under divine wisdom. When you walk under wisdom, your children will see it. Your wife will see it. Everybody around you will see that this is practical application of wisdom. And before you know it, they will love God. And the antidote, the aftermath, result of it is that your children will genuinely love the Lord. They will love the Lord. Wherever they are, they will become executive in fellowship. Because we will see that they have passion and love for God. That's how wisdom brings supply. There's something that is not prayer that we do it. It is practical wisdom that we do it. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 7 says with all your getting get wisdom with all your might let it work. With, with all your understanding make sure you are not just mumu. make sure you are having practical understanding of God's word. There are so many people that are not chasing wisdom in church today. Wisdom is a principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom and they know you're getting. Get understanding. Make sure you are not just coming to church clapping hands and joining people without actually having a reason behind what you are doing, understanding the principle of the kingdom, and now God blesses. If there are any questions you need to ask, ask me. Ask before your children ask you. Ask, ask, and be clear about it. I know so many people in the church want to be religious more than chasing wisdom. You like religion more than wisdom. Instead of asking questions, you choose the path of religion than naturally asking questions. How can I become a millionaire? How can I be blessed? Is there any provision of God for me to be blessed? Read verse 13 and 14 of this proverb, chapter chapter 4, and look at what it says. Press chapter 4, verse 13 and 14. Go there. Take firm oath of instruction. Do not let it go. Keep Kippah forces your life. Verse 14. Look at verse 14. Verse 14. Do not enter the path of the wicked and do not walk in the way of what? Of the evil. Take firm hold of instruction. Take firm order of instruction. And when you are trading with wisdom, the Bible says in another place, it said the merchandise of wisdom is better than the merchandise of what? Of sliver. And of what? And of pure gold. Trading on the wisdom of God is better than the sliver and of what? And of pure gold. And I pray we are going to trade in wisdom in Jesus' name. And the Lord will give us more wisdom as we follow Christ in the name of Jesus. When people follow Christ in the uh, New Testament, under Christ, they say these people, no wonder they have what? They have worked with Jesus. They have walked with Jesus. They have walked with Jesus. Luke chapter 15 verse 21. I think it's Luke chapter 15 verse 21. Or 15, no, or 15. fifteen? Put on Luke chapter 15, 21. Let me see Luke chapter 15 verse 21. Let me see Luke chapter 15 verse 21. Okay. 21, 15. Put on Luke chapter 21 verse 15. 21 verse 15. I want you to see What the Bible says here. Luke chapter what? Verse 21, verse 15. For I will give you a mouth and a wisdom. Say God will give me wisdom. And a good mouth. Say amen loud and clear. This is what the Bible says as a gift. May you receive the gift of wisdom. And the gift of good mouth in the name of Jesus. He said I will give you what? A mouth and a wisdom. What will happen? What will happen when you have it? Which all your adversary will not be able to contradict nor resist. I don't know where your application is. The wisdom to get the job, receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. The wisdom to get that promotion, receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. The wisdom that will make everybody around you like you and favor you, receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray that this year will not be empty for you in the name of Jesus. Amen. God will speak the word. You understand what I'm saying? That you need application of wisdom to make it effective. God will speak the word. You need the application of wisdom to make it what? Effective. God will speak the word. You need what? Application of wisdom to make it effective. And the Lord will give you that wisdom in Jesus' name. I say the Lord give you that wisdom in the name of Jesus. You know, in Exodus chapter 3, verse 21, he said, I will give this people favor. In the sight of the Egyptians, so that when they go, they will not go. What? I can't hear you. In verse twenty-two, he said, "Your women will go and ask for what they need." It's not that I give you favor and you are going to stay you." He said the application is that when you want to receive anything, you say, "Hey, they for me. Hey, they for me." More they like it can you. He said that is how you are going to spoil the Egyptians. God knows what he's talking about. He said, you are going to ask and they will give you. But I will make sure that I give you favor. So that when you ask, it will not be in vain. Okay, let's start from verse 21. I'm trying to tell you how, how, how supply comes. Number one, a word has gone forth. Number two is, Lord, what is the application of this word? And I will give these people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. Not necessarily Pharaoh. Pharaoh may be hard. But all the other Egyptians, they will like you. Forget about the economy. The economy will be bad. But people that you are working with, they will like you. Even in the midst of our economy, you are going to get good contract, good job, good opportunity. <laughs> Ideas will work in your life. <laughs> That's what God is saying. He said, look, I'll give these people favor in the sight of the Egyptians and it shall be that when you go, you shall not go empty. Now watch it. Look at the wisdom. twenty-two. Verse 22. But every woman shall ask of her neighbor Namely of our who dwell near our house. God is talking about application of wisdom now. People that dwell near your house. What are you going to do? Ask for articles of sliver, articles of gold, clothing.. We are going on a journey. Ah, my oh my, God is the only wise God. God knows how to get things. God know how to get things. You know, we, we, we wrote a letter of application to uh, Union Association Teaching Hospital for our children to come and do what they call it, practical training. Practical for our head student to them. and they, they wrote back the MOU. But the MOU says that they are going to be taking them 20 in batches. Are you hearing me now? I said, which kind of MOU is this? We have 77 students that are ready to go for the practical training. How can you say you are going to take 20? So, the first 20 will finish. and If we do that in a year, we will only be able to train maybe 60 students. I said, no, 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 no. I want you to take 77. They said, lie, lie. There is no school. You can't take it that way. I said, okay, what about 50? They signed that MOU. We signed it on the 9th of June. Not this month. We signed it on the 9th of June. So, they said I should write a letter asking for an increase to 50. So, I wrote the letter. And they were delaying all manner of protocols, bottleneck. But the moment they said that, we wrote to Jaliyemi Catholic Hospital. A robust program. Fumi is just coming from there. They have a wonderful program, wonderful opportunity. They train them for three months, give them. So we wrote, we said we want it. And they gave us 30. That is 50. Okay, we say, okay, if they give us 50. But they were giving us issues. Even the Jalemi was faster. Jalemi has started. How many weeks have you now? Maybe two weeks. Two weeks. The teacher hospital has still delayed. After we have signed everything. We now say, what is all this mess? It's okay, let's write to Onward. Onward hospital. Onward is just a very beautiful hospital. So we wrote to Onward. And luckily for us, when we took the letter there, the baba, the owner, was there. His son from abroad. Second command was there. And he said, okay, they are going to put a call to the third one in South Africa. A Zoom meeting. When are we going to get the reply? They said, maybe next week. They say, No, 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 why not tomorrow? We want the answer tomorrow. And he said, okay, tomorrow is okay. And we harm ourselves with relevant material. Including the MOU that I have signed that I have not worked with. This is the one that I have signed. This is the receipt that we pay for January. We are going to pay you immediately when they call me. Oh, they said more than enough. The second day, they gave us a letter yesterday for them to resume tomorrow. They gave us They approved that 20 of our students will be taken. So and now LaPEC also now open up. Okay, let them come now. We say okay. too late. We have already secured another 20. We can only give you 24 students at most now. And that is the best way to relate. God knows how to give you wisdom. Even though they did not accept us immediately, but what they have signed was working for us somewhere else. He said, You will go near the woman that is dwelling near your house. Article of sliver, article of good clothing, you shall put them on your sons and on your daughter. So you shall plunder. Read the teachings of their God. This is not the only place we God applied to apply this. In 2nd King chapter 4, he told the woman without anything, go to your neighbor and ask for empty vessels. And they gave her. They never knew what was going to do with it. She was not asking for water. She was not asking for oil. She was asking for empty pail, empty bucket. He said, borrow not a few. She borrowed. God wants to use it. And she began to pour the oil. And the oil multiplied. That was the application of wisdom so you can't come to church and not find a place to apply that wisdom come to not find a place to apply it I was quoting Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 13 is it 13? oh no, Proverbs chapter 3 verse 14 13 and 14 Proverbs 3. Proverbs 3 verse 13 and 14 happy is the man who find wisdom may you find wisdom in church in your dream may you find the wisdom of God as you are discussing with your friend, may you find wisdom. That's what the Bible says. Happy is the man who finds wisdom. Any man that finds foolishness, that man will suffer. He will suffer. Any man that finds wisdom will be happy throughout his life. Happy is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding. Why is he happy? Verse 14. Look at what it says in verse 14. For our proceed, the profit of it, are better than the profit of sliver and the gain of fine good. When I read this, in whole days, I said, working with the wisdom of God is better than working in the bank or working in an oil company. That's what the Bible says. If you find the wisdom of God and you are operating with the wisdom of God, it's better than you working in bank or working in an oil company. That's what it means. That's what the wisdom of God can do for you. It will make your life to shine. May you shine forever in Jesus' name. You know why am I emphasizing this? I want you to make the three things I'm going to talk about tonight your priority because the guarantees apply. Number one, what does the Word of God say? You can't build anything or nothing, everything must have foundation. And if the foundation be destroyed, what will the righteous do? The foundation of every blessing is the Word. The Word. You must make sure you catch a Word. Catch a Word. Psalm chapter 11, verse 3. If the foundation be destroyed, what shall the righteous do? The foundation of your life is the word of God. So you must catch a word. Catch a word. That is number one thing God said to me. He will supply all my need. God said to me, it's my month of surplus supply. God said to me, it shall provide for all my need. God said to me, it shall bless the work of my hand. You are building your future on a foundation of the word. And that foundation will not collapse in Jesus' name. You must live by the word of God. And number two, you are building your life on the wisdom of God. Practical application of knowledge is what we call the wisdom of God. No matter how much you pray, if you lack wisdom, it will not show your body. Look, I don't want you to be coming to church in vain. I know you are coming to church, but you must ask yourself, what wisdom can I apply in this sermon that I've just had? Which wisdom you I... If you do not apply wisdom in what you are hearing, it will not profit you. You can't hear the word without practical application of wisdom. How can I use this word to improve my life? The merchandise of wisdom, Proverbs 3, verse 14, is better than the merchandise of a sliver and pure gold. Why? If you want your life to be better than the life of an unbeliever, you must apply the wisdom of God. See, Pastor, I hear you. When you are talking, Make sure you talk wisdom. The Bible says the mouth of a man that has wisdom is like the brook of life. It's a blessing. When you have wisdom, your children will enjoy you. When you have wisdom, your husband will enjoy you. When you have wisdom, your wife will enjoy you. When you have wisdom, everybody will be around you. They will be very happy. Very, very happy. Very happy. When you have wisdom, the way you talk to people will bring blessing to them. And it's not only through preaching. It's not only through preaching that wisdom is relevant. Wisdom is relevant in your communication, even to your customers and to your mates. And when you know how to talk well, they will like you and they will bless you. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you talk anyhow, you lack wisdom. You lack wisdom. If you talk anyhow, you lack wisdom. If you don't have friends that are willing to help you, you lack wisdom. You lack wisdom. If you finish school and you don't get a job, you cannot do any practical business. You lack wisdom. You need to apply wisdom. What can I do? And I know my children that finish in Laotech. How some of them by wisdom will create jobs for themselves. One of my sons says, Sir, I'm going to serve in Lagos. I say, Why? He said, That's where they have computer job. I will serve in there. I say, Okay, how will you do it? He said, where they post me. They posted into to the bank. And the bank said, we don't take uh, copper. He said, I know, but write the N.Y.C. that said, I'm going to work in your subsidiary. You can write them and say, okay, you have posted into bank, but we have a subsidiary like insurance. It's going to work. You now put me back and use me. He said, I will serve you for free. I said, why do you say that? He said, because I want them to retain me. And he was there. And he started working very hard. From day one, he said, this bank, I will so much work for them, that when I'm about to leave, they will say, oh yeah, apply. He worked like that for them. He was working like a worker. Even though he was a copper. And by the time he was going, they said, no, they must be retained. This guy must not leave this place. Who is going to do what he's doing? And they retain him. And he ran to me, no daddy, I told you they will retain me. They have retained me, And they have started with 120,000. I say, oh, that's very good money so he started. From that place, he moved to, he moved to Microsoft to be working with big gates. And they said, God has blessed him so much. His salary is in millions now. He's working. He knows that he needs the job. He works his way to get the job. There are some of you that you know you need some things. And you are walking your way against what you need. That is foolishness. You must understand yourself and say, this is what I need. This is what I'm going to get. And I'm going to get it. And by wisdom, you talk your way, you walk your way, you operate your way to get what you want. And you are going to get it in Jesus' name. Are you saying amen very well? What is number one way to get supply? The word. What's number two to get supply? The wisdom. Number three way to get supply at all times is through testimony that you are hearing. Testimony that you are hearing. At this in Revelation chapter 19, verse 10, that say the spirit of Jesus is what? Is what? Let me, let me look at it very well. I think Revelation chapter 19, verse 10. Proverbs 19, verse 10. I fell at his feet and worship him. And he said unto me, See, thou do it not. I'm the fellow servant, thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren. I have the testimony of Jesus, worship God for the testimony of Jesus. Is what I can't hear you. I can't hear you. What is the spirit of prophecy? What is testimony? Talking about what Jesus has done is what produces another supply. You must constantly be talking about what Jesus has done, must be your bout. Now, when God performs a miracle in your life, it's a sample of what he's about to do next. You don't keep quiet. At times, I am amazed. God will this us or this me with a miracle. He want me to say it. The devil will say, don't say it to anybody. Don't tell them it's a miracle. Don't give glory to God. Even though you are the one that prayed for it, and it's coming to you at the right time. The devil tell you, if you say it, everybody will, will say God has blessed you. Don't let them hear. But that is the spirit of prophecy. You are prophesying your tomorrow. You are asking for more supply. When you talk about the testimony or you hear testimony, that is the spirit of prophecy. The, the angel room of prophecy is testimony. That what he's saying. The angel room. Have you not seen Jesus? In John 11 verse 41, he, he, he said to people, he said, Father, I thank you because you have heard me. It was like testifying before Lazarus death. And I know you hear me always. That's a testimony of what God has done. But I'm saying it before this person that they can know how to do it. He now cry with a loud voice. Lazarus comfort. Put it there. John 11, verse 41. It is good for you to testify. Even if you cannot testify before the whole church. Testify before your wife. Testify before two people. Testify about what God has done. You are prophesying. People that don't testify, they don't move. They don't move up. Look at it. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have had me. I thank you that you have had me. I thank you that you have had me. How many of you has God had? You know God has answered your prayer. Raise your hand up. How many of you have testimony about what Jesus has done in your life? That is what produces another one. One reason why people don't get blessed is because they don't testify about what God has done. And I don't say all of us are going to have opportunity to be testifying one way or the other. But you can testify to somebody. Ah, brother, I have something that God has done for me today. You know, I was without any money and God miraculously supplied. Everyone has recorded it. You are prophesying to your your tomorrow that you never lack any good thing. Are you hearing me right now? Anyone that is ashamed of God's goodness in this life cannot receive another miracle in life. Anyone that is testifying about the goodness of God can never lack supply. God does this one to you for you, you keep quiet. You pray for a job, he gave it to you, you keep quiet. He provided this thing for you. They say, What has God done for anybody? He said nothing, nobody. I did not see the hand of God. God said that you, you have seen the hand of God, but you are keeping quiet. And so you are killing the spirit of prophecy. You are killing it. You are killing the spirit of prophecy. Jesus testified before the tomb of Lazarus. And when he said, Lazarus, come forth. Lazarus came forth. I'm not saying you should exaggerate. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying even the small thing that God has done. Maybe what Jesus had when he prayed concerning Lazarus, what God told him, I have heard. Your request is granted. And he said, mm, let us go and wake Lazarus up. But when he got there, he did not say, God, you have not woken Lazarus up, oh. Father, you know I don't want to disgrace myself here. He did not say that. He said, Father, I thank you because you have heard me. And I know one way or the other this year, God has added your prayer one way or the other. Testify about the goodness of the Lord. When you testify, you are prophesying. When you are prophesying, you are opening up a release of God's blessing into your life. And that God's blessing will never stop in Jesus' name. Psalm chapter 5 Psalm chapter 5 verse 3 to 5 maybe I should read this and I will round up everybody make sure you listen to this Psalm chapter 5 verse 3 to 5 Psalm chapter 5 verse 3 to 5 okay my voice you shall hear in the morning oh lord in the morning i will direct it to you and i will look up okay put it on uh uh, uh Put it on. Put it on. Verse uh, Psalm chapter four. Psalm chapter four. Let me read Psalm chapter four, beginning verse verse one to five. Let me. I can get more thing I want to talk about. Okay. Hear me when I call, O God, my righteousness. You have relieved me in my distress. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer. Verse two. Verse two. How long, O you sons of men, will you turn my glory to shame? How long will you look worthless and seek falsehood? Verse three. Verse three. Verse three. But know that the Lord has set apart himself set apart for himself whom who is godly the Lord will hear when I call to him and i pray the lord will hear you in jesus name verse 4 okay that's not where i'm going he was saying that i cry unto the lord and he heard me and deliver me from all my fears the lord will deliver you from all your fears we hear your prayers, you will come back and give testimony in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever is giving you thought and trouble, anxiety, as we pray tonight, the Lord will hear you. And you are going to testify about the goodness of the Lord in Jesus' name, and that testimony will produce another miracle in the name of Jesus these are the three things that guarantee supply. Number one thing that guarantees supply is what? The word. The basis. We build on it. Number two is the wisdom of God. Number three is the testimony of Jesus. Rise up on your feet. Rise up on your feet. Rise on your feet. Maybe we start maybe we start from we start from testimony. Go ahead and begin to testify about what God has done for you this year. What God has done for you in this month of supply. And begin to appreciate him and say, Lord, I thank you. I bless you. Lord, thank you for all that you have done for me. I cry to you in my trouble. You have answered my prayer. I am not ashamed. Lord, I give you all the glory. Go ahead and thank him and thank him. Let everybody that has bread, thank him. I don't know whether you have been afraid this year and God has heard you or has given you a testimony. Go ahead and appreciate him. Even listeners all over the world, there's something that God has done for you. You are prophesying when you thank him and thank him and thank him again. Lord, thank you because of all that you have done. Thank you for your miracle. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you because when I cry to you, you add me. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. You deliver my soul from death. Lord, I appreciate you. Lord, I appreciate you. Lord I thank you. You are worthy to be praised. Go ahead and thank him and thank him and thank him. Thank him, thank him and thank him and thank him. In the name of Jesus. Thank you father. Lord I worship you. Be thou be exalted in the name of Jesus. Thank you for answering my prayer. In Jesus name we have prayer. That is Psalm 34, verse 4 and 5. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked unto him, they were lighting, and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his trouble. Raise your hands to heaven. Lord, you will save me from all my troubles. I don't know how you are praying it tonight. Whatever represents trouble that the enemy has planned for me. No, save me from all my trouble. Save me from debt. Save me from lack. Save me from sickness. Save me from borrowing money. In the name of Jesus, this poor man cried to the Lord, and the Lord heard him and saved him in the mighty name of Jesus. Deliver me from embarrassment. Open your mouth and pray tonight. That is what give you testimony. Understanding, Lord, I receive wisdom. Lord, give me wisdom. Lord give me wisdom. Give me practical wisdom. Give me understanding as I relate. Baptize me with the spirit of wisdom. Impart me with the spirit of wisdom. Seek wisdom as if you are seeking money. Pray for it as if you are seeking money. The merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver And of pure gold. Lord I receive it Lord. In Jesus mighty name we have prayer. Raise your two hands to heaven. Say, Father, in every service that I come, give me a word to catch that will produce miracle. All things were created by the word. I receive a promise and a word to catch. In every my sa- coming we, tonight will not be in vain. Somebody that is not here will not get more word than me. Lord, I receive the word that I will catch and I will use and I will use to climb. The word is my foundation. I'm going to use the word, and the word will bless me the word will do me good. In the mighty name of Jesus, I will not just be hearer. I will be catcher of the word. I am catching a word that is changing my story. That's enlarging my heart. In the name of Jesus, I catch the word of God. I will not be empty barren. In the name of Jesus, I receive the word. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Now, everybody raise your right hand up. Say, Father. I can't hear you. Say it another time. Make me steward of God's word in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray. I want to be stewards. Let men account of us as stewards of God's mystery. Stewards—somebody that can explain God's word—I receive it in the name of Jesus. I want to be word-loaded stewards of God's word. Stewards of God's mystery. Stewards of the revelation of God, let man account of me as stewards in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Your two hands to heaven. Say, The Lord is my shepherd. I will have everything that I need in the name of Jesus. Go ahead, pray in understanding, pray in tongue, pray with your heart, pray, pray violently. The Lord is my shepherd, He's not only my Savior everything that I need, I receive a release in the mighty name of Jesus. No delay. The Lord is my shepherd. I have everything I need. I have good health. I have good spirit. I have good money. I have good connection. The Lord is my shepherd. Everything that I need, I receive it. Miraculously, this week, in the mighty name of Jesus, I receive the divine connection. I receive divine favor. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Look at the word of God. He said, I will give these people favor. God is the one I give favor. In the sight of the Egyptians, I don't know who you are dealing with. The Lord will give you favor. Anywhere you go, this weakness to year the Lord will give you favor. No man will be able to resist you. The favor of God will compare them to help you. You will not be helpless in life help of God will speak for you. He says so that when you go, you will not go empty. I prophesy for you. This year will not be empty for you. Year 2022, you'll be loaded. Loaded with miracle. Loaded with blessing. Loaded with substance. What you could not achieve last year, you will achieve it this year. By the favor of God, get your landed property. By the favor of God, get your own car. By the favor of God, get your own baby. By the favor of God, whatever you want from God, receive by favor in Jesus' name. Raise your hands to heaven. And say, My life will not be empty. The Lord will cover me with His favor. I receive supernatural favor in the mighty name of Jesus. Everybody will look for me from all from abroad. Lord, let your favor let it consume me, let it surround me in the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord will bless the righteous and he surround with favor like a shield. No disappointment on my part. No disappointment on my way. I receive divine favor in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. He said you will ask articles of gold, articles of silver, clothed and you shall be given as you ask for blessing from God and from man receiving Jesus name I prophesy the backbone of disappointment is broken totally in the name of Jesus raise your hands to everyone Lord give these people favor favor in their journey favor in their work favor in their relationship favor over their children Favor over the work of their hand, favor in their endeavors. Wherever you need help, receive favor. In the name of Jesus, Father, let your word of favor work in their life in Jesus' name. Within 24 hours, receive favor. Receive favor. I say, receive favor. Receive favor. For somebody here, receive open door. Amen. The book of remembrance is open right now. Somebody will think about you with favor. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. receive answers to your prayers Amen. by the favor of God. Even what you do not expect as a miracle, that you will think and say, "Ah, kinimoshie to deserve this." We come your way this week. Amen. Before the end of July, miracle that will make you happy. The Lord will give it to you in Jesus' name. By the favor of God, receive answers to your prayer. Receive connection that is necessary. In In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And so shall it be in Jesus' name. Put your hand upon your head. Say, I receive promotion. No more stagnation. I receive progress. No more stagnation. Promotion. 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 In this month of supply, I receive promotion. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead, receive it. Receive increase. Receive promotion. God is a God of increase. My level must change. In the name of Jesus. Help from above. Favor from above. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus, 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 in Jesus mighty name, we have prayer. Amen. Open your, open your, open your eyes. Somebody challenged me, say some church that have word, but they don't have power. But you cannot separate the word of God from the power of God. That's why I quoted first Corinthians chapter one, verse 24. Every word loaded church, is a power-based judge. Because God cannot speak what he cannot do. Whatever God says, he can do it. And we are going to demonstrate it tonight. This is our month of supply. Supply a miracle. Receive in the name of Jesus. If you believe the word, say the loudest, amen. Raise your hands to heaven. I've said it here under this altar that supply means grace and when we say surplus supply we are meaning abundant grace in every area of your life where you need it. receive supply before the end of this month before the end of this month to prove to you that the word of God work receive surplus supply the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus if it touches you it touches God whatever represents a need in your heart right now as I'm praying for you that touches your heart receive a supply in the name of Jesus go ahead and begin to thank God say father I thank you you have heard me I am blessed already. You have had me. I am faithful already. You will supply my need. You have had me. I know you have had me. Jesus said, Father, I thank you because you hear me always. And you have heard me tonight. And I'm blessed forever. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Hallelujah. So we are going to take the communion right now, and we are trusting over the supply. Surplus supply. supply.